WDBM East Lansing. Welcome to The Sci-Files, an Impact 89 FM series focusing on student research here at Michigan State University. We're your co-hosts Chelsea Boudou and Daniel Puentes. As many of you know, Daniel and I will be graduating soon, so we have two people who will be taking over the Sci-Files. Don't worry, the Sci-Files will still continue interviewing students at MSU about their research. We will first be talking with one of the co-hosts, Dimitri Joseph. Hi Dimitri, can you tell our listeners about yourself? Hi, my name is Dimitri Joseph. I'm a first year medical student at Michigan State University's College of Osteopathic Medicine. I'm also a graduate student with the Pharmacology and Toxicology Department. So in the Pharmacology and Toxicology Department, I work with Dr. Ben Chen, who's a computational biologist. And in his lab, I study disparities in, in colorectal cancer. The research that I do is mostly focused on the disparities between black African-Americans versus the white European-Americans. I know one of the ways that they're able to identify colorectal cancer is usually by performing a colonoscopy to older generations of men. How are you studying the disparity between black African Americans and white Europeans when it comes to that disparity in colorectal cancer? Thank you for the question, Daniel. So in our lab, we study colorectal cancer and we take a computational approach. So first, we use publicly available data to analyze biological samples and to see if there are genetic differences between these two groups. We evaluate RNA sequencing data to see if we can find any biological differences between African Americans and European Americans. How is this data gathered? For example, are you looking at surveys or are hospitals giving you the data? So I mostly use two different databases. So one data set comes from Stony Brook University and another hospital in New York. And our second data set comes from the Cancer Genome Atlas. And the Cancer Genome Atlas is a national database provided by the National Cancer Institute. So you had mentioned that you're both a graduate student as well as a medical student. How do you use the best of both worlds to be able to conduct your research and how does it influence it? So I'm able to combine both of my interests in research and in medicine. By one, first I was able to play an active role in collecting the colorectal cancer samples from the hospitals in New York. And also in the graduate research side, I'm able to analyze the computational data. So second, I'm able to compare the RNA sequencing data between the two groups. And this takes a lot of computational knowledge in being able to execute this. My long-term goals of merging research and medicine is to understand the reasons for these disparities in colorectal cancer, and then with this insight to help eliminate these disparities. It's really cool that you were able to gather those tissue samples in New York. Are you allowed to tell us what that process was like? To capture the potential subjects for research, first we screened the surgery schedule to see if there are any potential candidates that are having a colorectal cancer surgery. Then after screening, we then approach those patients to gain their consent and see if they would like to be a subject in our research study. Then, after the colorectal cancer resection, where the diseased tissue is removed, we then collect those samples and we bring those samples to the pathology department where they can make a diagnosis. Well, Dimitri, thank you so much for that small introduction into the work that you're doing. We're really grateful that you'll be one of the people taking over our posts here at the Sci-Files. We're really excited for you, and thank you once again. Thank you, Daniel and Chelsea, for setting this up and providing us this opportunity to follow in your legacy. 
We are also here with our incoming new co-host, Madi Dowling. Madi will be joining Dimitri whenever Daniel and I are graduating. Madi, can you please tell the audience about yourself and your research? Hi everyone, my name is Madi and I'm so excited to be here and be a part of the Sci-Files. So my research is in medical anthropology for my graduate work and I also am at MSU College of Osteopathic Medicine for my medical degree, same as Dimitri. And my research really looks at the different impacts of the drug policy in the United States, but it looks at it from not necessarily like a public health or epidemiology perspective, but we use medical anthropology, which is much more focused on the experiences and how people in reality experience these kinds of things. So that's a new term that I've just been introduced to. I've never, ever heard of medical anthropology before. Can you talk a little bit more about what that is and how that differs from, as you were mentioning earlier, the public policies that get involved with when it comes to drug development? Yeah, and you are definitely not alone. I get that question pretty much every time. Anthropology is different from sociology in that anthropology looks at humans and culture and the way people and culture. On the other hand, sociology looks more at people and their behaviors. So for us, we, in terms of medical anthropology, what we look at is how society and politics and all these other factors affect how people are able to make decisions regarding their health and the options that are given to them in their overall well-being and their outcomes in terms of their health and wellness. So we look at, you know, besides biology, how are these other factors affecting their health and well-being? And you had also introduced your research saying that you study drug policy. There are so many different drug policies out there. Are you looking at an overarching type of topic of drug policies or one in particular? Yeah, so my actually main interest is on cannabis legalization because that's really the big policy changes that's happening across the United States right now. And the way that I'm really interested in looking at it is now that we have an option that is legal for people to potentially self-medicate using marijuana and treat, you know, what they feel like would this would be helpful for, how are people making their decisions of choosing how to medicate and take care of themselves? So, you know, now that we have this other option, for example, for people like cancer patients and patients with MS who do have benefits from using cannabis medically, how are they making these decisions? Are they still interested in these pharmaceutical drugs or are they more interested in different aspects of feeling better? And I think particularly for people with like chronic illnesses and terminal illnesses, current medical paradigms don't really have a good way of treating those and alleviating their suffering. And so focusing on how they experience every day in their disease really lets us figure out how we can help them on that level. So when I hear that, that brings me back to the idea and the value that sometimes holistic medicine can bring when it comes to the cultural backgrounds that people have. When, it, For example, different indigenous populations, when you take into account both modern medicine and their holistic backgrounds, typically people will feel better from whatever they're going through. And I think that comes in play with a little bit of the anthropology that you're studying there as well. And cannabis, no less, is also a very complex issue when it comes to the current state of things here in the United States. I'm wondering, when it comes to cannabis enforcement as well as cannabis use for medical issues, are you looking at only states that currently legalize it at the state level, or are you treating the United States as a whole? That's a really good question. That's actually something that I'm still in the process of determining because I'm still not a PhD candidate. I'm still pre-comp. I'm actually taking my comps right now, but you know, 
prior to my dissertation proposal. But that is something that I'm thinking very closely about because there are a lot of states, and Dimitri is from New York, and he has connections to people that I can maybe speak to regarding looking at different states, and I have different connections in different states. But on the other hand, just to not be too broad in my sp- scope, I'm really interested in looking at Michigan in terms of rural versus like Detroit, Southeast Michigan, and how those differences are, because there's lots of locality differences in the policy. And for those of our listeners that aren't aware, Michigan is actually legal for marijuana use over here, and people can also get a medical marijuana card as well. You had also said that you're a DOPHD student, so you're taking your comps right now, but I'm very curious how you're able to meld these two fields together and how that will help influence your research and what you're hoping to achieve with this degree. Something that I'm really interested in is combining psychiatry with my research, and it's actually really interesting because many, many of the medical anthropology dual degrees that I've met actually are in psychiatry, and there's kind of a natural flow to that because we're taught to speak to people, you know, deeply and look at these different things that maybe aren't coming to the surface. What I'm hoping to do, again, as I was talking about, is looking at how these different policy changes give different people options in terms of their mental health. I am still kind of interested in looking at more of a chronic disease perspective, so looking at how HIV patients and people who have to take medications for the rest of their life potentially. How do they view themselves and their drug taking and these different things? So yeah, I think that's really the majority of it. Just to add a little, like one last bit, the College of Osteopathic Medicine, I really like a lot of the osteopathic principles because for me they really fit into the way that I envision putting my graduate work and my medical work together and really looking at health from a holistic perspective. Well, thank you so much, Madi, for talking to us about the work that you're doing. It helps give future listeners an idea of who our new co-hosts are and the kinds of experiences that they bring to the table when they're interviewing new students here at Michigan State University. So with that, thank you so much, and we look forward to hearing the great work both of you are going to be doing. Thank you, Daniel and Chelsea, both so much, and I'm really excited for moving forward, and thank you again for this opportunity. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. To hear more about us and learn more about our episodes, check out scifiles.org. If you're a current MSU student that would like to be interviewed, please reach out to us at scifiles at impact89fm.org. We'll catch you next week on the Sci-Files, and remember, the truth is in the science.